the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Tuesday, but it's actually kind of our Monday, right? Oh, my. Yes, indeedy, because I had last night off on this national holiday celebrating a Christmas. Glad to have you guys here with us tonight. Did you guys have a good Christmas? Are you stuck at the at the airport? Are you part of this crazy, this crazy, terrible travel situation that we got happening across the country? Uh, if if so, I want to hear from you guys. I'd I'd literally would would love to hear from you. If you're trapped at an airport somewhere, do you have family trapped at an airport somewhere? Uh, there are currently right now thirty five thousand people stuck in the Tijuana airport, and I and I got to tell you, I've never been to the Tijuana airport, but I would imagine that might be a decent one to get stuck at because I would think they might have some good food there. But it looks as though. I'm going to bring on my man, my partner here in a moment. He's checking on the sound for uh, Facebook live stream. And we are streaming on uh, Facebook live on The Answer San Diego Facebook page. We're streaming on my Twitter at Andrea K Show. Um, and, you know, you can also catch our podcast. If you don't get a chance to catch me live, uh, download uh, the podcast wherever you get your podcast, Spreaker, uh, where, wherever. You can always email me at any time, andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. And our call-in line is 888-344-1170. Are you stuck? Do you have family stuck somewhere right now? This is a, a literal travel nightmare that's happened across the country. It looks as though Southwest, which has historically been one of the most on-time airlines, and one of the best. Actually, Southwest for many years has been my favorite airline to fly and Evidently, they have canceled over 90% of their flights. Um, or 70, I think 90% have been canceled or delayed over 75% flat out canceled. There's people that are just stuck in airports. Those that have been able to fly somehow have, have, are not able to get their luggage. It's an absolute nightmare. In fact, I think my man here, my Padna, has some family that's kind of stuck in this situation as well. Of course, I'm talking about the one and only DJ Potato Skins. These woke... High IQ stupid people. They're easy to recognize. They hate George <laughs> Washington. They hate Thomas Jefferson. They hate DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. that never gets old. Uh, yeah, I do, actually, Andrea. My son is, was supposed to be back for New Year's, coming back today. Just found out this morning he was supposed to be flying back home. 
that he's stuck in Texas until New Year's. Well, you know what? It can't be. I'm curious as to what the actual situation is. I think it's got to have something to do with some unions. or This cannot be just about the weather, right? And I know that we've had some horrific weather conditions, particularly in the Buffalo area. I heard this horrible story about this young gal who used her phone to show how bad it was. She was stuck in her car and ended up um, passing away. They think that what happened was they think that snow... Uh, drifted onto her car and actually she ended up dying they think of carbon wow. monoxide poison just absolutely horrific so thoughts and prayers to everybody really that's that struggled during this this holiday this Christmas season um, I, I'm not really sure I mean I know that we've had some bad weather across the country but when I'm looking at a map right now of Texas it ain't look at in fact I got family in Texas right now that didn't have to fly there they took there on an RV there's I, I'm not really sure uh, what's happening with Southwest, and I don't know if in the instance of your family, and you don't have to reveal any any private information, but I'm wondering, are they putting people up in hotels? I mean, for a week, or are people having to sleep on the floor? All I can say is I hope so. I hope so, too, because, I mean, right now we've got the worst inflation that we've had in 40 years. People can't afford, really, uh, you know, to fill up their gas tanks. Can they afford to put themselves up in hotels that are $250, $300 a night or whatever uh, to deal with this? I don't really know uh, what the situation is, and it remains to be seen what the truth is in terms of why Southwest has basically c- canceled their entire itinerary. So pretty frightening. Um, I want to start with some good news. I do want to start with some good news. We all know that the border is an absolute talk about a crisis. We are literally in being invaded on our southern border. We talk about it oftentimes here on the Andrew K show. And I hate I hate being a broken record. Don't you hate it, Skins, when we got to come in and talk the same topics over and over? Yeah, especially when there's so you know these issues are so important. And especially when it's 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 issues that are being manufactured. There's absolutely no excuse for why the United States of America has not had our border sealed in my entire life, right? And there's certainly no reason why the United States of America and administration is actively encouraging and doing everything they can to have an invasion at our southern border. And not just an invasion, but actually encouraging and enabling drug trafficking and beyond into this country. There's no excuse for it whatsoever. But at least we have... At least we have a little bit of good news in the fact that the Supreme Court today has decided that they are going to keep Title 42 in place throughout the litigation of uh, the, the Title 42 remaining. The Trump administration put Title 42 in effect. To remind you guys of what that was, that came about, I think, during World War II times. When it was, or maybe pre WW two thirty, and I can't remember exactly when it was, and it was about uh, trying to stop people from coming here from countries that had polio outbreaks, etc. The reality is, is do we need a Title forty two? Do we should we not be like every other sovereign country that says, or like Mexico that says, you can't just come into our country at will? We have a border, and you you've got to come here legally. And you can't come here and stay, and you can't come here and just and do whatever. Um, we, there's really no need, or should not be a need, uh, for fi- for Title Forty Two. Um, but at least it being in place for a short period of time uh, will at least minimize. But are we just procrastinating? 
Are we just procrastinating on this? Because we know that they're probably going to judge shop as this goes through the process. We know the majority of these dictators in black robes are just there to do the agenda of the left. Um, here's I want to play this clip, though, of this Eddie Gloday. Uh, I'm not even sure or Glaude, um, uh, who, who I've never even heard of him before, but he was on one of the one of the lefty outlets talking about the border crisis. And of course, to him, the crisis is not that we got an invasion at the southern border. The crisis is just how the Biden administration has been messaging on the problem. Skins, please play clip three. Um. Title 42 put in place by the Trump administration during the height of the pandemic. The Biden White House does want it to end, but not quite yet. There's a suggestion they weren't ready. They pushed for this stay. That's why we'll get an answer uh, potentially as soon as today for its future. Senior White House aides acknowledged to me that it's going to be very difficult uh, at the border uh, for at least a few weeks after this lifts. Um, what are you, when you look at these images from El Paso, how does it make, what does it make you think? I, you know, there's the moral side, moral and ethical side of this, is an, and there's the political side of this. The political side is pretty easy. The White House needs to message this question, message this issue better, mm-hmm. particularly with regards to uh, Latino community, Latino voters. Right? If they don't get this right, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have a political impact, I think, in interesting and, and serious ways. Morally and ethically, um, we have to get this issue right. I mean, remember the coal street? I mean, there was a coal a spell in El Paso. These folks were experiencing extraordinarily difficult weather. And then there is a sense in which our immigration policy oftentimes feels so cruel because it's so patchwork. Um, we need to figure this out, it seems to me. Really? That's the big issue that we've got skins with the border? It's cold. These people have to sleep outside. Oh, my gosh. How about our military? How about our veterans that are that are cold and sleeping outside? How about our senior citizens who can't afford to pay the light bill? There was a video that I, that I think Breitbart put out. I can't remember who it was. I saw it over over Christmas weekend. A seventy seven year, uh, an eighty two year old little old lady in Alabama was arrested over a seventy seven dollar trash bill. Arrested, and the cops were laughing as they were slapping the cuffs on her. And yet we're supposed to care about people breaking and entering to steal from us, to steal our culture, to steal our money, to steal our space. No, I don't have any sympathy for them. I have so and 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 before you come adding me, let me tell you, I have sympathy for everybody who struggles around the world. But we got to take care of our own citizens first. And we're throwing them under the bus. When we're arresting 82-year-old little old ladies over a $77 trash bill, don't be, don't be complaining and feeling, don't expect me to feel sorry for people that have no business to be coming here, that are lying on their way here. They're not asylum seekers. We've got drug traffickers, sex traffickers, child traffickers, as, as if not the majority, a huge percentage of the people coming here. And so, no, I'm not feeling sorry for them. And as for our immigration policy being patchwork, well, we don't have to have it patchwork. Let's build the biggest, baddest, fattest, most beautiful wall along the border and make it electrified. So if anybody gets near it, anybody tries to go over it, anybody tries to dig under it is going to feel like a cartoon. I don't watch cartoons, but I'm imagining that there be a cartoon that where somebody gets close to it, they get it like repelled. Get expelled off of it. That's what I want to see.
My sympathies are for our veterans that are freezing and starving and homeless. My sympathies are for the, for the immigrants who came to this country legally and, pay, and paid their way. My sympathies are for the seniors that are struggling right now, the single moms. All right, I'm going to calm down. I'm just coming off of Christmas. I came to the studio. I got Christmas gifts tonight. Why, you know, and here I'm already aggravated. <laughs> By the way, if you're watching on uh, Facebook Live, you can see one of my Christmas gifts that arrived at the studio today. They do look like paws. These are LSU Mike the Tiger paws. Just in time for the bowl game that we're going to be playing against Purdue coming up next week. All right, we're going to take a break. Speaking of coming up. Guess who finally went public? We finally got a chance today to, or last night to see the creator of Libs of TikTok. And boy, does she have some comments that she said on Tucker that got her trending today. And I'm going to play that for you guys, or we are. And I'm curious if you guys think she is the most bigoted person on the planet or if you think she's got a point. Stay tuned. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Yeah, hi. I just wanted to comment. I feel that Carrie Lake was absolutely hosed on the election. It was a kangaroo court and just an absolute abomination. And I hope you can have her on as a guest. I don't know if you have, but I just feel that Carrie and you guys are just fantastic and uh you're like sisters, you and Andrea. Okay, thanks. Well, thank you, caller. I appreciate that. That's high compliment. We are going to reach out to Carrie Lake and uh, and see if we can get her on the show. <clears throat> I would love to, to interview her right now. I actually have a clip to play for her later with an update on where she's at with her lawsuit. And she is absolutely fearless. She's not giving up. And we need, we need buku more Carrie Lakes out there that are, that are fearless and fighting for us and are not going to back down. She's quite the opposite of, <clears throat> excuse me, the establishment. Um, uh, I, I wanted to give an update on um, the the airline situation, but before we do, let's continue our conversation about immigration and the border. Sean from San Marcos is on the line. He's got something he wants to say about it. Hey, Sean, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, hey, Andrea. Yeah, I've called a few times. And yeah. I wish you all Merry Christmas again. Hope you all had a good time. Merry Christmas on that. Thank the reason you. I'm calling was um, on the immigration issue. You know, I think we're missing the picture because uh, really where we need to focus is the people hiring the people coming over. Um, I just want to say I live in an area where San Marcos, or let's say, for example, during COVID, to be honest with you, I mean, everybody in my apartment complex is working. And the majority of them are, well, they work in, you know, labor. So mostly construction, gardening, you know, what have you. Mm-hmm. So the people who are hiring, like, for example, all this new housing that's going up everywhere, mm-hmm. the unions are just sucking up those, you know, um, skilled workers, and they're coming from, you know, south. Yeah. Um, and until we go back to, what is it, e- E-Verify or something, nothing's going to change. These, you know, everyone's, these, these companies, these big uh, building companies and what have you are going to just keep hiring them. Once they get a construction uh, person in, involved, let's say, um, uh, I don't know what the, 
with their brokerage license and they hire uh, painters or what have you. They hire their cousins. They hire whomever. And it's a snowball effect. Well, right. And and thank you for calling, Sean. And it's not just the construction industry. It's also hospitality. Um, uh, yeah, it, you know, oh, it's, yeah, it's, sure. it's, it's, it's all over. It's, it's a variety of different industries. My mother used to work. I've talked about this many times on the show. My mother used to work at labor, the department of labor here in San Diego. Okay. She worked for a judge named judge Schneider. Um, and he has since retired. Ooh. And at the time, what they did was they heard what's called knowing hire cases. And that's where companies were prosecuted mm. for knowingly hiring illegal aliens on the job. And mm-hmm. that doesn't happen anymore. Now we've got the U S government rewarding uh, illegals for coming into this country. And so, um, yeah, we've that the carrot is not just now with employment. The carrot is also with the U.S. government handing them money the second they come across the border. Mm. They're giving them cell phones. They're giving them flat out money, putting them in hotels, putting them up. So, (laughs) you know, I mean, they, you know, quite frankly, maybe I need to dye my hair dark and, you know, learn, (laughs) learn some sentences and go down to TJ Rosarita (laughs) Beach for a few days Hang out at Rosarita yeah, Beach yeah, Hotel right. and make my way across the border. Sean, got to leave it there. Thanks right, for calling right. in. I got it. Thanks so much. Good night. Bye. Thank you, hon. Uh, yeah, I mean, the carrots The carrots are quite big and quite tasty for people to come into this country. Um, <clears throat> but I, we, we did want to talk a little bit about this airline situation because Skins found this article uh, that, that, that Biden has quoted. Biden, by the way, is in St. Croix, right? right? Um, <laughs> While well, y'all are suffering... <laughs> he feels your pain. He feels your pain, man. He's down there on the beaches of St. Croix. Uh, you know who's got who's got to be in pain is anybody down there speaking to wait staff, speaking to people in the hospitality industry. Can you imagine having to wait on that fool? Well, he's issued a statement today. He says thousands of flights nationwide have been canceled around the holidays. Our administration is working to ensure airlines are held accountable. Under what? And if you've been affected by cancellations, go to at USDOT's dashboard to see if you're entitled to compensation. Do we have the airlines not already have they've got so many T's and C's that you don't even have. There's not a magnifier big enough to expand and for you to read all the T's and C's that make it the airlines. They, they're so buttoned up and locked up and protected. Uh, what this is about, and Skins and I talked about it during the break, for Biden to be speaking up now, I think so much of what's going on behind the scenes is the unions. And here we're going to have a play of trying to unionize all the, you know, um, a federal takeover of the airlines, which is only going to in- to do what? It's going to increase our flights, right? Remember, I also had another layer to that. Yes, go ahead. Another layer to that, Andrew. They would love if all these airlines were unionized and federalized. Well, you want to fly? Yeah, no problem. Let's see your vaccine passport. That's right. Ding, ding, ding. That's right. And then the airlines are going to be told. Then the airlines are going to be told uh, how who who gets to pay what for what seat, and you're going to have to pay more if you're a certain skin color. Oh, you're color. a conservative. You're, but yeah, 50% oh yeah, more. Oh yeah. Hmm. Right. Um, by the way, thanks to you guys who were there commenting on Facebook Live. Um, Doreen, I did see the email. Love that doggy email that you sent to me. Um, hey, Elaine. Love to see you here. Um, Doreen Gordon also says all these judges are being paid off by Soros. Well, the DAs are were actually that what we have going on in our court system. We know George Soros has invested a lot of money to get uh, 
these lefty commie DAs elected. Uh, Elaine says, why can't Uncle Joe just change the weather? He thinks he controls everything else. (laughs) Good point. Yasmin says their pensions will cost us taxpayers even more. (gasps) Good point. Because then we get into the pension game. Uh huh. Hey Donna, Renee, Ivy. Hey Matt. Hey Frankie. Y'all stay. Uh, y'all stay dry and and uh, warm and toasty wherever you are. We had we had the warmest weather in the nation. I hate to tell y'all this. We had seventy five. Christmas the beach. was nice. It was. It was. Okay. So um. Hmm. Do we play Richard Levine first or play this libs of TikTok uh, situation? Um. With everything that's been going on with big tech and Twitter, Twitter files number nine dropped today. We're going to get into that in a little bit. I don't really have time to, um, you know what? I don't, I don't think we've got time to really get into this before a break I, I, because I want to spend some time on this. Um, Mr. Rachel calls himself Rachel, but his name is uh, Levine. Rachel calls himself Rachel Levine, who's uh, an assistant secretary at Department of Health and Human Services, has called for big tech to censor, quote, health information impacting gender affirming care. We had that which was trending today at the same time that finally we got to see the founder of Libs of TikTok, Chaya Rachik, and her comments on on Tucker were absolutely explosive and got things trending. and, And we're almost up against point of a break. So we're going to save that for you guys because I think that this is really, really important stuff. So let's just say this before before we go to a break. Interesting Rasmussen poll came out. 22% say Dems are America's greatest enemy. Um, what I really want to know is 25 say China is America's greatest enemy, 22 say Democrats, 20% say Russia, 17% say Republicans, 9% were uncertain. Um, 33% of Republicans say Democrats are America's greatest enemy compared to 26% of Democrats who say Republicans are. 21% of independent voters say Democrats are the biggest enemy. Um, I think these numbers are too low. You, you, you can't be paying attention to what the Democrats are all about, how they're trying to destroy this country with the open border situation that we've got, with the war on energy and oil, with the fact – you look just at that story that I mentioned, that 82-year-old lady was arrested for a $77 trash bill when we've got the flood – of illegals being it being intentionally brought here into this country is and that crime running rampant crime oh crime running absolute rampant in the in, in this country there Look was a, for grandma there was a story in Breitbart today that a bunch of celebrities have abandoned this this bail program they had um, because where they were you know kind of like remember going back to Black Lives Matter and Antifa where Kamala Harris and others were bailing out all these you know horrific violent offenders everywhere well some celebs in the Chicago area have finally abandoned their bail program that they were funding after uh, somebody that they bailed out shot, I can't remember, I think it was a restaurant waiter like 11 times, right? Uh, You you can't be paying attention to, and then then what are we going to talk about in the next segment? We're going to talk about the Democrats in this country preying on your children, literally trying to to stop any information that would come out to prevent them from convincing five-year-olds and children of all ages to mutilate their genitals. You can't see this happening and think that they're not enemies. Or how can you see them and, and what's happening and not realize that they're enemies of the state? It can't get any worse than this. Yeah, you can't reach across the aisle with people like no. this. No. 
Absolutely not. I posted today um, that it was going to be my first night back live after the holidays. What's on y'all's mind? And one of my friends, Dave Framson from, I think he lives, I can't remember where, it's one of the Dakotas or maybe Wyoming. It's one of those really cold places. And he said, you know what? He's just going to be focusing on football because with the rhinos that we've got in the Republican Party, there's just no point. He's just feeling completely, just completely just demotivated disincentivized, demoralized, just about to give up. And so what I would like to see, for me, when I include, with the Democrats being the enemies in the state, I include the 20 or so Republicans that voted for that omnibus bill, which actually funds programs to help illegals at the border. Stops any good that the incoming Republicans were going to try and fix. Cut them off at the knees. In terms of being able to stop the trillions and trillions that they're adding to the debt, funded LBGT, uh, you know, programs that are preying upon children, funded border security for around the world, but none for us here. How can you characterize any of that as being anything but enemies of the state? So we're going to take a break. We come back. You're going to get to hear from Chaya Rachik. And who knew? I She is not at all what I imagined her to be. Very interesting. So we're going to play that for you when we come back. Don't go away. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I want to play for you. I want to start with this uh, man who calls himself Rachel Levine. Let me remind you guys, before this person was the assistant to uh, director of health and human services, this was somebody that uh, got his mother, I believe it was, or his aunt, out of the nursing home in Pennsylvania just in time before all the sick COVID patients were brought in. Remember all that? Remember New York? New York wasn't the only place that was killing off senior citizens in nursing homes. This was taking place in Pennsylvania. So Levine got his aunt or mother, whoever it was, out of that nursing home. Well, here was uh, Levine today calling for big tech to censor, quote, health information impacting something they're referring to as gender affirming care, which does not exist. Clip four. So I'd like to just talk briefly about another area of substantial misinformation that is directly impacting health equity in our nation. And that is the health equity of sexual and gender minorities. There is substantial misinformation about gender affirming care for transgender and gender diverse individuals. We are in this nation facing an onslaught of anti-LGBTQI plus actions at the state levels across the United States, and they are dangerous to the public health. The positive value of gender-affirming care for youth and adults is not in scientific or medical dispute. Um, Not in scientific dispute? Well, I guess if you want to consider that the Pediatric Association these days and the AMA has become completely politicized and corrupted to the tune of of the fact that, yeah, they're recommending genital castration of little children, then, you know, I guess if that's your idea of science not being in dispute. But look at what uh, he is calling for here. He is calling for big tech to control the flow of information, right? Because look, it worked for them in terms of the FBI and the CIA and all the deep state weasels and the police state to to act as though North Korea and Russia and the USSR controlling the outcome of elections by controlling by suppressing stories like the Hunter Biden laptop. 
calling calling truth, calling information, disinformation went a long way for them with COVID, right? We're going we're to talk in a little bit about the Twitter files and how they suppress the, the truth about COVID, including doctors, anybody that questioned Anybody, not only even anybody who questioned Fauci, but anybody, anybody who actually was putting forth some, some uh, cures, right, and some treatments for people. So it worked for them with COVID. The ability to control minds by controlling the message has been proven over and over again. So what's Levine calling for? Calling for he's calling for the suppression of any opposing view. Science is all about pushing the view. Right. It's all about continuing to get in there. But for questioning, but for continuing to get through the microscope, but for continuing to dissect and review, would we have any of the cures that we have No, Right. But even from, you know, even from just what whatever your narrative is or whatever the belief is or whatever the opinion is, if if it can't if it can't stand up to scrutiny, and you can't stand and you can't withstand any scrutiny for what you're pushing out there. It's because, you know, it's a lie. Right. Who was the number one group the Rachel, the Rachel Levines of the world have to suppress in order to continue to lie to children? And it's got and, and for the life of me. Well, first of all, before I move on, the, the most important group that they've got to suppress right now is the detransitioners. They've got to suppress people like that Chloe girl out of Florida who almost bless her heart because of because of the puberty blockers and the hormones. She would desperately love to live her life as the woman she was meant to be. But the puberty blockers did their job and she now looks like a male. Or how about the young girl in her in her early 20s who did a video talking about her male pattern baldness? And no amount of detransitioning is going to stop that. Yeah, these are people, Andrea, that they have been affected. Their lives have been destroyed. They have firsthand account, but they need to be silenced. Completely destroyed. Completely destroyed. And there's no way they'll, they'll get their former selves back. No. This isn't about science. This is the most demented, evil, cruel, despicable, perverted thing on the planet. And if you're a parent out there and you go along with this, you're equally so to me. It's your job to be a parent. It's your job to stand up for your children. Here's what, but in terms of the parents going along with it and so many people going along with it, is it because, is it because there's just something about this movement that's so enticing? I can get the white would be enticing to five-year-olds. Right. Because, you know, you go to a four year old. Hey, have you ever wanted to be a cat? Didn't you play with your your sister's Barbie? Have you ever thought about how fun it would be to be a girl? I mean, you could see why it would work on the minds of little children. But today, Libs of TikTok founder Chaya Rachik or yesterday, she had this to say about the LBGT community and uh, uh, about it becoming a cult and that it's captivating. And I really want to get your guys' response to this and see what you think about it. Skins, please play clip five. How, what is going on here? Do you have any theories? I think there's, um, there's something so unique about the LGBTQ community has become this cult and it's so captivating and it pulls people in so strongly, unlike anything we've ever seen. Um, and they, they brainwash um, people to join and they convince them of all of these things. Um, 
and it's really, really hard to get out of it. It's really difficult. And, and there are studies on this. Like there have been, there's been a lot of reporting on this about people, uh, parents who are like, you know, my child is, is starting to say, you know, that they're non-binary or transgender or whatever. Mm-hmm. And how, what do I do? How do I, how do I stop this? And it's really, really difficult. It, it's, it's unlike anything we've ever seen, I think. Um, it's extremely poisonous. But do you see a spiritual component to any of this? Um, <laughs> you don't have to answer that if you don't want. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Well, I do. I do. I, I don't think this is, makes sense at there. all. No, it, it makes. Yeah, I think I, one of the things that jumped out at me was a surprise to me was how young this girl is, and what she decided to do was actually brilliant. She just started retweeting their own videos and showing their insanity for for who and what they she are. She never say a word. She yeah, she never had to say a word. So she's clearly not somebody that is experienced in the realm of articulating a viewpoint, articulating opinions. Uh she she seems just like somebody that almost kind of um, was shocked by what she was seeing and just had a great idea. Um, but in terms of, and she's super young. So in terms of connecting the dots and, you know, um, I don't know what her background is. I don't think she's anybody that, you know, really has spent a lot of years in studying political movements and things. I think she's incredibly brave. She was doxxed. You know, they've, they've tried to threaten her, Twitter banned her. All she has ever done is t- retweet their own videos. And particularly school teachers preying upon children. And she's, and here's where I will disagree with her. When she says we've never seen anything like this before, the tactics that are being used on these young minds to get inside their brain, to indoctrinate them, to suck them in, which is why they're using drag shows as a really important tool. There's a reason why they're not bringing doctors in as gay doctors to talk to them about the LBGT lifestyle. There's a reason why they're not bringing in um, gay musicians. There's a reason why they're bringing in sex uh, performers and and not others into this is, is because it is about corrupting their minds. It is about a sexual component. It is about indoctrinating them into the entire world, which is as much about a lifestyle as it is anything else. There's a reason why they're doing that. But one one of the things that we, we can say that we have seen before is this is why you can have people that still believe in the shots, even though the truth is now about the shots. This is the same thing is why you still you see people sitting in cars by themselves wearing masks. It's the same tactic. Right. And it has the same outcome. There are people right now that will look you in the face and tell you that these shots stop you from getting COVID and giving COVID. And they don't. The own CDC has admitted that, right? Fauci's Even when not. you use data to back it up that it doesn't. Right. Because it's far easier to convince people uh, uh, of uh, to con people than to convince them that they've been conned. And once somebody's been conned, they don't want to believe it. It's hard to get it out of the brain. Once the, the panic and the fear that got into the minds of the American people over it over, it's just, and then uh, the trust, the violation of a trust that by the U.S. government on the minds of the American people through hashtag science was a key tool here. And the same thing is being done with teachers in our schools. The, the trust that's given to these teachers is the same level of trust that's been given to doctors. And we got to knock it off. We've got to realize they they don't deserve that, that level of trust. You know, even if they did, Andrea, I would want everybody to, they did work. I want everybody to do their own research. I know people that exclusively said, I am getting the shot because my doctor told me to. Yeah. Yeah. 
did no research, just blindly followed the advice. Yeah, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to update you guys on Twitter files. Number nine, uh, Twitter files drop number nine because it's related uh, to this story. So don't go anywhere. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. So the latest on the Twitter files, David Zweig is the guy this time who was in charge, I guess, so to speak, of releasing the latest information. And he says uh, this as of yesterday thread, the Twitter files, how Twitter rigged the COVID debate. He says, by censoring information that was true but inconvenient to U.S. government policy, by discrediting doctors and other experts who disagreed, by suppressing ordinary users, including some sharing the CDC's own data. He says, so far, the Twitter files have focused on evidence of Twitter's secret, secret blacklist, how the company functioned as a kind of subsidiary of the FBI, and how execs rewrote the platform's rules to accommodate their own political desires. He says, what we have yet to, to cover is COVID. Um, so he attempted to, um, he, it, this is, he's, he's got more to come this week. He couldn't cover it all just in this one uh, document or one, one review. He said the U.S. government pressured Twitter and other social media platforms to elevate certain content and suppress other content about COVID-19. He said internal files at Twitter that he viewed um, showed that both the Trump and Biden administrations directly pressed Twitter executives to moderate the platform's pandemic content according to their wishes. And let me tell you, I don't like Trump, the Trump administration. Of course, the Trump administration, you know, involved Fauci uh, and Christopher Ray. I mean, pretty much pretty much the entire police state vehicle that was FBI, DOJ, IC, intelligence community, CDC, NIH. It all happened uh, during the Trump administration because that was all deeply in place before he arrived. But I still don't like that happening. I don't care who it is. You don't be getting involved in control of our speech and controlling what information we're allowed to see and what we're not. The Trump administration initially was concerned about panic buying and they went to Twitter looking, quote, for help from the tech companies to combat misinformation, quote, about runs on grocery stores, he says, but there were runs on grocery stores. Why are you trying to stop people from knowing that there were runs on grocery stores? Now, Trump, Trump himself and his administration wasn't trying to stop anybody from, you know, they weren't a part of trying to silence people in terms of therapeutics and any of that stuff. But um, and it wasn't just Twitter, he says, the meetings with the Trump White House was also attended by Google, Facebook, Microsoft and others. I don't like it. Nope. Not even for not even for a bit. I don't care that it was the, it was Trump and his White House. What do you think? What do you think about that, Skins? Does it doesn't matter who I don't it care. is? I don't care. That's not how you play the game. No. And one of the things, the answer is always freedom. Every single time. Doesn't matter what the issue is. The answer is freedom. In terms of our citizens, in terms of our First Amendment rights, our Second Amendment rights, when it comes to the border, the answer is national security. The answer is put America first. When it comes to our economy, the answer is put America first. And you don't spend $400 million to secure the border of Jordan and Oman, right? But when it comes to the American people, when it comes to our First Amendment rights and our Second Amendment rights and, any, and, and our religious freedoms and our right to, to assemble, there should be nothing, nothing done by the U.S. government. And I don't care who it is sitting in the White House. 
When the Biden administration took over, one of their first meeting requests with Twitter executives was COVID. And the focus was on, quote, anti-vaxxer accounts, especially Alex Berenson, who, in my opinion, was a little too favorable on the shots. But, of course, because he did any questioning at all of it and of their efficacy in the summer of 2021, Biden um, went to uh, said that social media companies were killing people for allowing uh, vaccine, quote, misinformation. And Berenson was suspended hours after Biden's comments, and then he was kicked off the platform. Berenson sued, by the way. Um, And in the legal process, Twitter was compelled to release certain internal communications, which showed direct White House pressure on the company to take action against him. Um, Where would we be? Where would this country be? How many lives would have been saved? How many lives would have been saved from people in terms of um, the lockdowns, the school shutdowns, the masks, the denial of therapeutics, the people not going and getting cancer screenings and cancer treatments, the people that would have never gone along with with staying at home and and, and be willing to, to put their arm out for a shot that hadn't been properly I even vetted. Just from alone, Andrea, the denial of therapeutics and people saying, hey, you know what? You don't get this this jab. You're going to lose your job. Yeah. Thousands of, of thousands of people that just did it unwillingly. They didn't want it. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's now it's it's too late. He says he's got um, a follow up piece to come this week featuring leading doctors and researchers from Harvard, Stanford and other institutions. For example, we know I can't remember his name. There was a doctor out of Stanford whose account was taken down because he he said from the jump lockdowns, particularly the school shutdowns, were not were not a solution. Since when have we ever? How could anybody? You know what? I I, I don't. I don't. Quite frankly, people say, "Oh, Andrea, you got. How did you know? You got it right before everybody. How did you not?" Is my question to people. How did you go along with it? When in your life, I say to my friends, have we ever locked healthy people in their homes? When have we ever told healthy people you're not allowed to go outside your home or go to work unless you get tested when you don't have any symptoms? When have we ever done that in this country? Why would you go along with it now? No, in the past, if you didn't want something that was going around, you just didn't go out. Yeah. We didn't lock healthy, healthy people into their homes. We didn't do all this testing. Oh, you know, you, you got to get tested before you can come into work. Why? Do we, is anybody being forced to go out and get flu tested right now? I haven't been tested for the flu this year. You want to know why? Because I haven't even so much had a sniffle. I've had my my allergy situation because you know I'm plagued with the allergies. I ta- I you know what I'm not gonna I'm not I refuse to live in a world where I cannot eat Mexican food. I will suffer with my oh, allergies. Please don't speak that. <laughs> I will I will suffer with my allergies. I just ate my Christmas tamales. They were mighty <laughs> yummy. <laughs> Did you have any kind of congestion afterwards? No, I feel fine. Last week it was Taco Tuesday. I made some homemade burritos, and within an hour I was sneezing. So I don't know what that's about. I got to think it was about something else. It could not possibly be about some of my favorite food. No. Um, all right. We're going to take a break. We come back. We've got news you can use. It's Tuesday. So we got quack in the whack with you guys. So come on back. This is the Andrew K. Show on AM 1170. The answer, San Diego, FM 96.1 North County and streaming all over the world.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.